Good morning, Los Angeles. <laughs> Just kidding. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> We're back. We're back. It's been a while. It's been a long time. I'm Francesca. I'm Stella. And this is Stranded, Stranded in, in LA. LA. Wow. Without a hit. We haven't lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Still got it. Um, well, so we how the hell are you? Really long time. Oh yeah, how are you? <laughs> Sorry, Stella coming in with the niceties, and I'm like straight to business. <laughs> we hope you're all doing well. We want to say hello and, and guten, guten tag, tag to our growing German listeners. That yeah. is just wonderful. We would Thank love you. to come to Germany at some point. That would be great. Yeah, we just love to get the hell out of here. Let's be honest, we'll go anywhere. Anywhere, we'll go anywhere. <laughs> but Germany would be a treat. Yeah, exactly. Yes, we would love it. 100%, 100%. It's great. So yeah, we've been away for a long time. Nothing of note has happened in that time. So yeah. Literally. Speaking of notes, what a transition, huh? Wow, that was really good. <laughs> I have the note of the day, which is when we look at our phone notes, Castell and I are always scribbling things, and we share them with you guys. Exactly. So my note of the day today is, a garden is your own idea of heaven. That is beautiful. Thank you. And funny story, I actually thought I wrote this. <laughs> oh, oh, you did and not I write it. And I was like, what damn poet? <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even know it. But Hey, that rhymes. I know. Wow. You got the joke, good one, Stella, thanks. <laughs> but no, um, Jane Foley's the poet. <laughs> wrote it okay and it was not me so it's a beautiful quote I even wrote later on because i think i was so confused by this because i'm just constantly writing in my notes um lower later i wrote not mine <laughs> <laughs> just so i got confused <laughs> just so you remembered that this was my beautiful sentiment it was a reminder that this was not mine <laughs> Um, oh. But thank you, Jane, for such thank a you. wonderful, that was beautiful, really. Thank <laughs> right? You. Isn't it just gorgeous? That was just absolutely gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Okay, so yeah. that is our note of the day. It's a note of the day. I don't have any notes. All my notes are pick up mangoes, <laughs> stupid stuff like that. So we don't really need to go into it. <laughs> uh, we'll find it. you're gonna you're gonna have a good note next time. Yeah, they were good in middle school. They were like, I'm depressed. <laughs> Middle school's a rough time. <laughs> School's a really hard time. I think it might be like the worst time. Truly. Right. Because you're in that weird like state of like, oh, I don't know. Like, I, I have like, I'm a teenager, but I'm not at the same time. I have time. no idea who I am. Yeah, I have no clue who you are. So many changes to like the body, the mind, yes, everything. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's just, you're embarrassed about everything. 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 Every single thing. I remember in seventh grade, every day, I wore this red Hurley sweatshirt with like a different Abercrombie Cute. skirt and pink Pumas. Oh my God, love that. It was a look That's for a sure. great no, outfit. No, it was a look for sure. But I remember being in line. Um, we had numbers for gym. Mm-hmm. And I was standing on my number and this kid was like, why do you wear that sweatshirt every day? Is it your boyfriend's? And I literally was like in my head like... I know he knows I don't have a boyfriend because I'm like a loser. Oh and I was my like, God. I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was just, oh, I was just so embarrassed about everything. That's it was just like, time. but embarrassing shit also did happen. Like I remember Absolutely. also in that PE class, it was the hottest guys, like all the eighth grade because 
at our school in seventh grade you do like normal PE but in eighth grade the girls if you want you can do um dance PE and then I think like girls and boys if they want they can do surf PE what you're saying this is like a surprise but you went to the same middle school as me because I did you no. didn't do dance PE in eighth no grade we had like a dance segment where we, we would do it with the guys but we didn't have dance that wasn't an option Oh, we had dance PE, and literally, if your dances got chosen, you would dance at, like, break time in front of the whole school. Oh. On the stage. God, what? No, and the one time our dance, like, group, my gr- group got chosen, there it, like, rained that week or something, so we didn't get a dance in front of everyone. Oh. Which is honestly, like, de- it was devastating at the time, but it was, like, probably for the best. I was gonna, I would, if it was me, I'd be like, God. <laughs> no, I, like, wanted to because I was, like... Good for you though no and like you have that time where you're also like i'm a hideous monster but you're also like am i like the hottest person i know <laughs> like you know what i mean like you just like slather on lip gloss and be like now back then no, no back then i was like <laughs> back then i was like i'm secretly hot when will people figure it out like i was like the only one that thought i was hot and then it's like i got older i was like more insecure but like when i was younger i was like i'm hot when is everyone gonna figure it out <laughs> But literally in that, so in that PE class, it was like basically all like seventh grade girls and eighth grade, like a lot of eighth grade boys because all the eighth grade girls go to dance PE. Yeah. So we, in my class, it was like the hottest, like all the guys that were like the hottest eighth grade boys were in my class. And we were on the field one day and they were all talking and I was talking to one of them because I like knew one of them through my sister, my, our older sister. Mm -hmm. And, um, and he like one of the guys didn't see me and he chucked a football trying to peg his friend with the football knocked me like hit me from like four feet away like i don't know how he missed me but he like pegged me in the back so hard that the wind got knocked out of me and he's like oh "Oh my god are you okay and i was like i'm fine (laughs) (laughs) but like If I wasn't in love with the boy I was in love with, I would have been in love with him, the one that begged me. But the one I was in love with looked like Seth Cohen from the OC. And you have to understand, this was like 2003, so I think the OC had just come out. And the other boy liked Zach Benavides. He's never going to hear this, so I don't give a shit. Um, I was obsessed with him. And... Yeah, he was the boy I was, like, in love with. Well, so, thankfully, he didn't peg me with the football, but he did watch me get pegged with the football. So, hey. that might be worse. Because at least if he pegged me, he would have felt bad. <laughs> and, like, maybe giving me a hug or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, no, he didn't. And funny story. Actually, his girlfriend at the time, I met her at a party one time, and she was, like, super sweet. And she's like, oh, my God, I, like, love your whole family's, like, vibe. You guys are so nice. Whatever. Because one time she saw mom and you, like, even you, like, she brought you up and you were a baby. She was like, like, and your sister's so cute. She's like, your whole family's so cute. And she knew Izzy, our older sister. And she's like, she's so cute. She's like, I hope you get whatever boy you want. And in my head, I'm like, yours. <laughs> your boyfriend. <laughs> I was like, how is this I happening? you, Pokemon. <laughs> Literally. But yeah, middle school is wild. It's a crazy time. Why don't you give a reenactment of the stories you would tell me in middle school when you were, you guys tell us the sweetest soul, but for some reason in middle school, she I was, was a bully. devil in middle school. I was such an asshole. She was the middle school. The one that we always laugh about is 
there was one day I came home from school and um, God, I thought I was so fucking like hot shit and I was so emo and cool. Um, I, I, she like asked me like, oh, how's your day been? I was like, ugh, it's awful. And she was like, why? Like, what's going on? And, um, and I was like, um, some, some girl, she came up to me, was like, hi, Sela. And I was like, hi. Am I missing something? Like, what happened? She's like, she came up to me and said, hi, Stella. And I was like, hi. (laughs) What a little aspect. She's just being nice and saying hi to you. Like, I was so moody. I was probably like, I, I, I like had a few skater friends. I thought it was really cool. And they would always like, I was like the gum dealer. I was always, I was always having gum on me and they would be like, Thanks for like all the gum. I was like, wow, I'm like accepted. If you were gum in school, you were like, that's like currency. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I had all different types too. (laughs) I was stopped. (laughs) For real. Because that was when me Uh, and mom were like obsessed with gum. With gum. I think mom will always be obsessed with gum. True. true. (laughs) There's that story. And then one that I think really fondly of is um, when... I um, was in PE and I had just gotten my braces on. Like I had them on for like three days, right? So they were killing me. They were killing me. Braces are the worst. They're the truly the worst. And um, we were playing soccer for PE, and I was next to my friend, and um, we were just talking. We're on like the side of, of the field, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a ball. Gets kicked and it hits my face, like specifically my mouth. Ooh. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Just take me now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, number one, I'm in so much pain, but number two, I am so embarrassed that this just happened to me. <laughs> I'm telling you, everything is just embarrassing. Oh, absolutely. And then, so I'm like, ow, look, my mouth really hurts, really hurts. And, my, and honestly, I'd be embarrassed if that happened to me now. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely, because it was like smack in the face. Ooh. Like it wasn't just like oh, it like accidentally like, like bumped you. Bumped me. Yeah. It was a full smack in the face, <laughs> like a dodgeball fucking is. coming at you, just like smacking you square oh in the God. face. And my, I was like, I had made the weirdest face because I was just so in shock about what just happened. And um, to make matters even worse, my friend's <laughs> like, "Let me see if you if your braces are okay, whatever." Yeah. What I, what she had failed to tell me is that she's terrified if she just sees a drop of blood. Oh, God. And, of course, those brackets did some damage. <laughs> I opened my mouth. She goes, <gasps> and I was like, why are you doing that? Well, you're, like, petrified that you've lost a tooth or something. Yeah. yeah. I'm, like, thinking, like, because I always heard these awful stories of people, like, having their first kisses when they have braces. And, and you like, get, like, locked in and you yeah, cut someone's mouth. Or like, that yeah. was, like, I swear, like, urban myths where I remember seeing a movie one time where two people with braces kiss and they, like, interlock. But it's, like, unless you have a wire that's cut, there's, like, no way yeah. for you guys to interlock. Exactly. Like, it doesn't make sense. So I was, like, thinking the worst. The worst was happening. Yeah. And she was, like, I'm really scared, whatever. I'm, like, caught. Con- Calm down. It's just blood. Like, you freak me out. Yeah. Like, chill out. Chill. And then I'm getting all nervous internally. I'm, like, playing it cool. Like, okay, it's whatever. It's fine. And then I'm, like, like, I love blood. <laughs> I would. Fucking. Like, I you know. But I was, like, I was, like, in, in my head, I was, like, I am shitting my pants. What does it look like? I can't yeah. feel my face when I'm with you, but I love it. <laughs> and, and, um, 
I go to the bathroom and I open my mouth. I cut my lip like so small. Okay. It's just because like the lip is sensitive, so it's like. But that's the other thing. Gonna Everything's embarrassing in middle school, and everything's overdramatic. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, this like, is what like, you were relaxed." I was like, "This is a joke," but I was still absolutely mortified that the ball hit my face because it actually happened a couple. See, of times. nowadays kids don't have to suffer so much because I feel like Invisalign is like way more popular. Yeah. Thank God for those kids. But Invisalign also has its downfall because you just look insane. 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 <laughs> like, I almost think it's worse than brackets. I don't know why. I think it's like, braces almost feel like a rite of passage where Invisalign yeah, like, feels like the normal. weird outsider best friend. Yeah, where it's like, why are you wearing your, like, clenching night guard? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <on the day? laughs> exactly. exactly. It's just, like, weird. I don't know. And it's like, they never fit the teeth perfectly, so there's always, like, that gap between <laughs> the, like, end of their retainer, like, the Invisalign, and the thing. I don't know. Like, it's it great. It makes your teeth I'm, look I'm like happy. cartoon. Teeth. It's probably also way better just to have a little plastic in your mouth Absolutely. and like all that heavy metal in your mouth. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I was just a weird kid that always wanted like like a broken leg, a broken arm, a oh, cast. I wanted glasses. When I first got braces, dad, like our dad literally wanted us wanted me to get like clear the porcelain braces, which is what I ended oh, up getting. What? It's what I ended up getting, but literally I cried because I wanted the metal bracket, like the really heavy metal brackets. And he was like, you are going to thank me. And honestly, I did because they told me I would need braces for a year. I had them for three years. Because they, they always say that. They always say that. They're like, they'll be off for like a month. And oh, it's like 10 years scammers. later. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but literally... Also, number one, they take a picture of you when you first get the braces. And I'm not kidding. I just look like a chubby Hermione Granger. My hair, but like from the first movie where she doesn't brush her hair. And literally they put it up on the wall. And every time dad and Izzy would drop me off, because you were so like baby. Yeah. Every time they drop me off, they'd be like, oh, they would just pee their pants like in this picture. Because it was just like chubby face, frizzed out hair that was like, I don't even know why my hair's frizzy though. Like my hair's straight. Like I don't understand. I think I just didn't brush it for like a month or something. <laughs> Uh, which honestly wouldn't surprise me because when I was little, I literally, well, this was way before your time before you were even born, which is crazy because we have a nine year gap. Yeah. I don't know if people know that. I think we maybe talked about it. Probably. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> but no, when I was really little, I like wouldn't brush my hair. I hated it because I had, lo- I've always had long hair and it was like, for some reason, you know, when you're a kid, you just like cannot get the- with the picture. I like didn't understand because I would see in movies, like people brushing their hair back, like I didn't understand the concept of, like, just putting your hair to the front, front. and brushing it. Yeah. So, for me, I, like, couldn't reach. I just hated it. So, I was like, what a hassle. <laughs> so, I just wouldn't <laughs> do it. And then I literally was reading this book. I don't remember the name, but I think it was, like, Ralph. It was something about a rat on a motorcycle named Ralph. And yeah. I wasn't a big reader. So, like, when I liked a book, I, like, loved it. It was, like, Ralph and Fantastic Mr. Fox was, like, all I could read. Like, anything else That's I would so be cute. put to sleep. And... <laughs> And literally, I would have a rat's nest in my hair that would turn into like a dreadlock and a rat's nest. And I would name it Rat and pet, I would name it Ralph and pet it. <laughs> and it would be like, What is wrong with you? And I'd be like, This is Ralph. And like, <laughs> pet it and pretended like I had a pet rat. Do you have a pet Ralph? <laughs> I like was desperate for animals. I feel like I should have been given a pet. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> that would have been great. When you're like making up your own pet in your hair. <laughs> yeah. That's really saying something. Oh gosh. Kids are just absolutely insane. Kids are insane. They're they're so funny. I literally was, <laughs> was talking to my little sister 
Um, and she was, she was talking to me. She was having some friend problems, and she was like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, I think my friend is a little jealous of me hanging out with my other friends. And um, I was like, okay, so like, what's going on? And she's just basically really upset at her. And my sister goes, um, are you jealous? <laughs> on the phone to her. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay, bold. Okay, I love that. I just love it because kids don't have the same hang-ups no. as, like, adults. No, they don't. You just say whatever you whatever want. Whatever comes to mind. And the girl was like, no, I'm not jealous. And she's like, well, I think you are jealous. Oh, my gosh. And I was dying. It was hilarious. I just love how they just have that freedom of just doing whatever they want to do. Right. Like, they're, like you said, there's literally no hang-ups. No. They're just like, whatever. I'm not... I don't know. I had a lot of hang-ups as a kid, though. I did. I'll Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. No, we were a different breed. We were a different breed. Because I'll tell you, I was overthinking everything. Like, even... Have you heard where they talk about, like, why teenagers, like, make a lot of, like, mistakes in your teen years and stuff? Because, like, the part of your brain with, like, consequences, like, isn't fully formed. Have you heard this? Like, that's why, like, kids, like, make, like... like They'll do things without thinking. You're like, yeah. go out past curfew, try yeah. drugs, drink, do whatever. Like, yeah. maybe not be as responsible because, like, that part of your brain. I think mine had, like, some gland on it. So they like, a doomer's machine. Because I was all consequences all the time. That's all <laughs> I thought about. <laughs> like, even now I feel older, I'm, like, less consequential. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Probably because you, like, <laughs> fucking tired that, that part yeah, of your brain out. Because it's exhausting. Like, I just remember... Literally driving, and if someone honked at me, it ruined my month. Like, because <laughs> I would like had to be perfect. Yeah. And literally anything that like went out astray, I was just like, oh my god, yeah. this is like the end of my world. Exactly. Someone honked at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then I moved to LA, and I'm just like rip roaring that people. Make me. Yeah, that's but so no, funny. It was just so crazy. Yeah, but I literally don't. I don't know. Like I've heard people talk about this, and I want to know more because I'm like, that was not me as a kid. No. I was so about consequences yeah. and like always so afraid and like. I wonder why that is like with specific know. people because I feel like even that is with like siblings, especially like when you have siblings, like one will either. Well, I'm the middle, so it's like is the middle like like that? I don't know. I guess. <laughs> so like, the middle is always ignored, which we know. Yeah, definitely. Always. A- absolutely. I think there's like I think to the middle like takes on like a lot of yeah a lot yeah. of responsibility. So I think you were introduced to that like kind of those more mature thought process. I think the older child sometimes gets that too, because they like are older. So they like catch on more to like what's going on, like around the family. Exactly. I think with the middle, I think in the middle, what it is is especially when you're in middle siblings, it's like you're in, you have like a dynamic with one sibling because you were around, you know what I mean? Like, me and Izzy had a lot of years before you were born, like, nine years together, and then you were born. So it's, like, I do have weird, like, chapters in my life where it's, like, oh, all that time I spent with Izzy, and then Izzy left for college, and it was, like, you and me alone yeah. at the house. And, like, it is it is interesting being a middle child, but I think any, like, the birth order stuff is really interesting and in where you land and how it affects who you are. But definitely all middle children feel neglected. <laughs> I love those middle I'll never forget when you were born. <laughs> this was like a couple weeks in, you were home. And they um and mom came in and 
our parents like our mom like wouldn't um like read us stories before bed she would tickle our back because that's what we requested <laughs> we were like bougie children because she would do this thing like our mom's from chile and they would call it tickalitos and they basically do like you know like the x marks to spot and stuff on your back yeah so she would do that so i remember me and izzy were sharing a room and my mom had just like put you down you yeah. were all good so she's like hey i'll come hang out with you girls for a little bit and she like izzy was like me first because i'm the oldest and mom was like tickling her back at, for like 30 minutes. And I was like, oh yeah, this is gonna be my turn. Cannot wait. The second it goes to my turn, you start crying. And mom's like, I'm so sorry, sweetie. Oh my God, I'm so I'll, sorry. No, I mean, it's fine. But you are a baby. It's not like you could help it. But she's like, I'm so sorry. I'll do it like tomorrow. And I was like, this is how it's gonna be. <laughs> because in my head, like I'm such a logical, like my Virgo moon is like, all right, well, Izzy's always the oldest, so she's always going to get dug up first. Yeah. Luna's going to cry at some point, so I'm just going to be forgotten. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. But it's so funny what you, like, remember, like, the memory. Because there's so many memories I, like, don't have from our childhood because you just yeah. get older, you forget things. Yeah. But, like, that one I will never, like, I still remember, like, being in that room, that moment, me just being like, fuck. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm out. I'm no longer the baby. I'm sorry. It's okay. I mean, I knew you were coming. Yeah. Before anyone, before my mother did. Yeah, she's psychic. Yeah. I, as a child, I was very psychic. Yeah. I closed it off, though, because I didn't... But you're... Hey. I'm, I'm getting more in tuned again. Yeah. But I definitely, when I was younger, like, I would tell, like, my mom's friends. She said, like, people would literally call mom and ask to ask me things. How weird is that? That's so weird. I didn't know that. No, mom said, because... One time I went to the beach and mom and her friends, they went on their first date and I was like, they're going to get married. I was like, you guys are going to get married. Like I would just say stuff. And then same with Stella, like, uh, like six months before my mom got pregnant, I would cry every single day for six months and tell my mom, I'm not going to be your baby anymore. You're going to have another baby. And like, I'm so sad. And my mom was like, so we're nine years apart. So my mom was 39 when she got pregnant with Stella so she was not attempting to get pregnant like uh, this is also like in the 90s early 2000s like that was like pretty late in the game to like I feel like be having yeah. now people are like yeah having no whatever so. and like with IVF time. and things like that you know yeah. you can do all that stuff but back then it was like I don't even think my mom like thought she could get pregnant anymore yeah. at that time and so for six months I literally cried and cried and cried and she was not planning on having a baby and I remember she sat me and Izzy down outside of our school. Like we got in the car with her. She was picking us up from school and I was in the back seat and Izzy was in the front seat. And she's like, I have to talk to you guys about something. And we were like, what? And she's like, I'm pregnant. (laughs) And Izzy starts bursting into tears. And I'm like, yay, I'm so excited. Because I think for me, I like cried about it for six months. So I like- you had already processed Well, I like wrapped my head around it. Yeah. And poor Izzy's like, oh my God, I have to have another one. Like I already have one like annoying (laughs) little sister. Like now I have to have two sisters. Well, she didn't know you were gonna be a sister or a brother yet, but she's like, now now there's gonna be two kids like taking away the attention for me the oldest yeah. you know what I mean yeah and, but it was so funny she was bawling crying and I'm like yay mommy I'm so and my, my mom was like I was not expecting that because like you had had such a reaction mm-hmm. so I mm-hmm. thought you were going to be like devastated and you were like great <laughs> and then so Izzy was crying uh, so it was just it's so funny but yeah I just knew you were on your way yeah you little psychic you I know I know now it's like diminish that i need to like work on it hey but you are working on it you you i feel like those powers are stronger but like they always say like kids are like very in tune yeah absolutely but i don't know 
I just got in a phase when I got like older where I was like, I don't want to be psychic. I don't want any of this. Like, I don't know why. Like mom would be like, you're so psychic. And I'd be like, no, I'm not. Like I, I really like close the door. And it's, it's something that even I don't understand. Cause anytime I'll see like a psychic, mm-hmm. cause we love to go to psychics. It's oh, we just do. actually a psychic recently told my mother that my spirit has left my body, <laughs> which makes a lot of sense. But like, yeah. that's a tale for another day. Um, <laughs> but literally we've always gone to psychics and they like every psychic I've gone to has been like, you're really psychic. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. okay. Like, I'm just, it's so weird because detaching myself from that for so long, I just was, it, it's weird. You know, it's weird when someone's like, oh, you're so psychic. And I'm like, I just haven't resonated with that since I was like a kid. Yeah. 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 That's so crazy. So I'm trying to like open up those but valves again. Speaking of psychics and manifesting. Please read the little letter you did what? to manifest your boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> please. Please. I am on hands and knees. Uh, please. Okay. My mom, this was a couple of years ago. I need to find it. Hold on one second. A couple of years ago, my mom made me write this letter. Well, this was three, I think three years ago. I was, I had been single for three years. Yes, I've been single for six years. Hold your gasps. <laughs> <laughs> and at the three-year mark, my mom had just had it up. <laughs> she was like, we need to manifest your man. So um, she was like, just write a letter. And, you know, if you write a letter to the universe, your guy is going to come. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, it has been six years, and I have not heard a peep. <laughs> but I guess we have this letter now, so it was worth it. Yeah. Okay. Dear boyfriend, I've been told that I need to manifest you into my life. Now, normally, this is advice I would ignore whilst continuing to complain that you are nowhere to be found, ultimately leading me to say something negative about you or me or just love in general, to which someone, usually my mother, replies with a comforting sentiment like, he's not going to come with you putting that kind of energy into the universe. What a concept. Could you imagine? It's like you're getting ready to go to Whole Foods as it seems to be the only place men ever speak to me, but because I said something bratty about you the day prior, you decided last minute to go to Ralph's instead, where you end up flirting in the checkout line with the bendy blonde and Lululemons. Shit, that's probably exactly what's happening. Anyway, as you can tell from these insane ramblings, I have now reached the point of sheer desperation because as I'm sure you are aware, life can be really fucking hard. You know, it's funny. I always had a sneaking suspicion my 20s were going to seriously blow. And like you will soon find out after each of our future fights, I was right. I am now thankfully hitting the tail end of my 20s, 27, which is basically 28, which rounds up to 30. And I think now would be an excellent time for you to enter my life. Normally, I wouldn't want you anywhere near me until I'd lost another 5 to 15 pounds or my latest hormonal breakout had cleared up. But what I'm realizing is if I wait to reach some ridiculous ideal of perfection before meeting you, you might as well call the whole thing off and I can start buying some cats. And because you don't know me yet, just yet, I thought I would let you know that that gem of insight I just offered up shows some serious personal growth on my end. I would explain further, but it's still early. And personally, I like to slowly dole out my crazy, like well-hidden Easter eggs you happen upon well after April. Hmm. I never would have anticipated this, but this manifesting shit actually does have me feeling pretty optimistic. Are you feeling optimistic? Maybe you're manifesting me too. Or are you making out with that blonde from Ralph's? Either way, hurry up and meet me. I'm ready. Love, shit, is that too soon? Your future girlfriend.
<laughs> that was literally perfect. By the way, wait. That how, was perfect. How old was I when I wrote this? 26? 27. I'm 30 now, peeps. <laughs> God, isn't that crazy to see just like how you were and like what you, you know what I mean? It's crazy because even like we were talking about this the other day where when I was like 25 and with my long-term boyfriend, I was like, if someone would ask me like, what are you doing at 30? I'm like, I'm married. We have kids. Now I'm 30. I'm like, mm, I'm going to part with my sister. <laughs> we are having a ball. And we love TikTok. Yeah. We watch TikTok and we have a podcast with three episodes that are each span six months apart. <laughs> So basically, killing it. <laughs> killing the game. Killing the game. So yeah, wow. What a That freaking... was beautiful. Okay, thank Light you. Lighthearted, hilarious, But also cute. so weird to look at your mindset. That's what I'm, it, like, that's what I'm saying. It's so strange. It's so crazy because I'm just so different yeah. than the person who wrote that. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. it's just, it's. It's an interesting thing. It's really interesting. Her priorities were definitely different. (laughs) Her priorities were definitely, definitely different. What do you think you would do now? Like, how do you think it would be different if you wrote it now? Oh, now I'd be like, look, I got some battle wounds. (laughs) Battle scars. I'm just looking for a nice guy to spend some time with. I just need, like, it's so funny. It is funny, though, as you grow, like, how what you want changes like Absolutely. i remember when i was young people were like what do you want a guy and i'm like i just want him to be like hot and funny like that's all i need and then it was like my first boyfriend was funny <laughs> he wasn't unattractive but he wasn't like i'm not like oh my god he's so hot yeah um he was also a monster so like maybe yeah maybe he was like like he is a good looking guy honestly but it's just like his monsterness just took over it that. just like yeah, it's just 100%. like i don't know you can't even focus on that there was a lot of other things to focus on but um but he was funny and then i remember like my second boyfriend who's more like my first love that yeah he was like funny but he wasn't like that funny but i laughed more with him than i did with my funny boyfriend so interesting and it's like that's what i'm saying where it's like you think you want these things where it's like now i'm like in my 30s i'm like i want someone who's like emotionally intelligent (laughs) and she was like i think when i was younger too i had a couple like especially after my first boyfriend he was just such a mess that it was like Mm -hmm. i think after that relationship too because he was so blatantly messy i didn't have to look at my own shit very much yeah yeah. because it was easy to be like you're the problem yeah yeah because he was the problem in majority of ways but it doesn't mean i didn't make mistakes like i made a lot of mistakes Mm -hmm. and i brought a lot of my own baggage to the relationship like one does but because I didn't really have to look at that till my second boyfriend who, even though we didn't work out, he's like a gem of a person. I mean, our whole family still loves him. Yeah, he's the worst. Um, and we haven't talked in years, but like everyone just has the best things to say about him because he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is like, it's just I, that relationship. I had to like look more at my own stuff and look yeah. at, I don't know. You just like, you shift so much on your whole perspective like now I just want something so I don't care if a guy's like oh my god you're hilarious or you're you know what I mean yeah like, absolutely obviously I know it's been boring because I'd rather <laughs> die <laughs> but like but like I I think like when I was younger I thought like if someone wasn't funny they were probably boring yeah you know what I mean yeah or like and people can be funny in just like different ways exactly yeah you know what so I mean but like yeah I think now I'm just more like well but I think when I was younger because my boyfriend was such a like fuck up he was definitely 
we have this pattern of like he would reach out to me a lot after we broke up like even like five years after we broke up he like reached out to me because he just made a lot of mistakes and he was always trying to like apologize but also like i don't know he was just a mess like he'd try to hang out and then i'd say no and he'd call me a bitch (laughs) like jesus well i remember he was like dying to hang out and i was like you're i was like no i'm not hanging out with you because at this point i just had it i was like i'm over it and he was Mm -hmm. like you're such a bitch and i'm like yeah don't you forget it (laughs) i was like yeah that's why you want to hang out with me because i'm such a bitch and it's just like but i think with him he was very much like it was that like narrative of like you're the one that got away you're the one that got away yeah and it's like, number one, I didn't get away. You let me go. Or you Absolutely. forced me out because of your behavior sucked. So, like, there is no one that got away. But I think I, like, loved that when I was younger because I was just like, pick me. Choose me. <laughs> Love me. <laughs> like, I just wanted that attention. And, like, I needed – I had so little attention from men that I was like, get yeah. not from – our lovely father i did not it wasn't like a daddy issues situation it was like i just needed which is no problem if that if someone's suffering yeah. that but like for me it was more just like none of my peers paid me any attention that were male you know what yeah. i mean and yeah. i just I, my mentality as a kid was like you're not anybody till you have a boyfriend <laughs> jesus christ no i was absolutely insane you have to understand i was a 90s child i always say i was raised by my parents and the television okay and the tv was spouting some pretty crazy narratives in the 90s and the early 2000s okay Evidently. It, was like, it was nuts so so i had some pretty whack ideas of like what life was and what relationships were yeah but as you get older, it's like, I don't want to be, like, the one that got away. I don't even need the girl to be liked by, like, 50 guys. Like, I don't want to be liked by people that I don't like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's absolutely. like, I just, you just change. Where it's like, now I just want to, like, I want one dude to like me that I also happen to like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It just, it shifts. But, yeah, it's really interesting just hearing that's the narrative so from yeah. two, 27-year-old. Gosh, that's so crazy. Me. Versus, like, how I feel now, which is, like, so different. Yeah. How beautiful. That journey of just, like... Yeah, it's interesting. Growing and stuff. Yeah. I think that's great. Well, I wrote a couple more. So, you know, let us know if you guys want to hear more. And we'll make it a little mini-series. Yeah. Please. And speaking of little series... Speaking of... You know, we're always doing weird shit. Like, this is not... This is not for show. You know, this is just kind of how we are. (laughs) We've done the weirdest shit where, like, we'll both say to ourselves, like... If someone was watching us right now, they'd be like horrified, <laughs> absolutely traumatized, horrified, scared for their life, and entertained. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, just like a lot, yeah, a lot of emotions. But something we always do—I don't know why I have solo this, but I think it's just so cute. Um, I have her sing like a little Christmas mouse because, as you've heard in our theme song, she has the voice of an angel. Oh my god, thank um, you, flattered. You know, so we have her sing like a little Christmas mouse. So I think we're gonna call this segment. The Christmas Mouse Christmas Carols. Love that. Spoiler, they're not going to be Christmas songs. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But this is one of my favorites that Luna sings. So okay. let's give it a whirl. Let's give it a whirl. It's not the pale moon that excites me That thrills and delights me <laughs> Keep going, keep going, you're killing it. Oh no. <laughs> keep going. It's just an 
Oh, thank you very much. That was the musical no stylings problem. of Candy the Christmas Rat. <laughs> and, you know, um, we would love to hear from you guys on what song Candy should sing next. Yeah, please let me know. Oh, and actually, um, so we deleted our Instagram because yucky. <laughs> Bad for the mental health. <laughs> We don't Bad like juju. we don't like being on that app. That yeah. is ooh, not good for us. Yeah. So you know we thought we'd kick it old school, and uh, Steli over here just set up a great email for you guys <laughs> to I correspond did. with us. Absolutely, it is stranded in LA podcast at gmail.com. So we would love to hear from you guys. Absolutely, like absolutely adore it. Anything you want to say if you guys want to give us suggestions if you guys want to give us questions also if you guys have like crazy stories would love to read love people love love people's stories love to hear you know any of that yeah embarrassing funny whatever i'm down for any of it we want to hear from you breakup stories friend stories whatever you know we would love to hear it all yeah exactly and also um Remember to give us any requests for Candy the Christmas Rap. Yeah, Because she will be on the mic <laughs> when we return. She works Could hard be a week for the from mic. Now. Could be two years from now. <laughs> you know, we've had a great time, you guys. Yeah. We hope you guys have had a great time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. It's been a ball. Been a ball. Thank you well, so much. We will see you when we see you. <laughs> Um, so we totally forgot that we had a couple more things to say. Um, so we're back already. Hey. You thought it was going to be like a year and we're here. (laughs) So, you know, Stella and I also came together and we thought, you know, what's a great idea to do when you have one failing podcast? How about two? (laughs) So we thought we would do an OC watchback. What is it called? Commenting, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> who, know who knows? <laughs> you know, style. Things. Anyway, if you like hearing us talk and you like the show, The OC, we got a podcast coming at you. Bam. Um, the first episode is gonna be posted TBD. <laughs> you know, I love the show, I've watched it for years, but the second I gotta do it for work, it's been a real struggle. <laughs> so, I will get to it. So, will Stella. We promise. Yeah. But, you know, just to wet the palate a little bit, see if you guys are interested, we came up with a theme song, you know? Yeah. For this podcast. So Absolutely. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll just, I don't know, titillate. Throw it get out you, Get you excited for what's to come. Yeah. And, yeah, we'll keep you posted next episode of when... Our new podcast is going to go up, and don't worry, we're not we're not leaving this old gal behind. No. We're gonna we're gonna do both. <laughs> I believe in us. <laughs> so, again, we will see ya when, when we, we see, see ya. ya. Welcome to the OC, a TV show and a place. We're in neither, but we still got something to say. Seth, you're hot. Ryan, too. Sandy, you're a dad, but we still want you. Because you're hot. Marissa, you need help, but you're still hot. Your best friend, Summer, and believe it or not, she's hot, too. You got a hot crew. Kiki and Juju, we're looking at you. 
So what's the issue? Everybody's hot. Well, money, money, money. More problems though. I bet if they stop lying, it could probably solve them. Like literally all of them. And who are we? Well, that's easy. We're whoever you want us. You want us to be. Who are you? Whoever you want me to be. Thank you.